think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. But we're here to help. Serious spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the week. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. Sassy. Yes, ma'am. It has been a week. I don't even want to discuss it. <laughs> we, we, well, we kind of need to discuss it because we have this show. And people uh, okay. like it when we're honest. I, I've had several meltdowns. I'm actually in a pretty good um, mood today. Well, you, you've... You, so it, everybody doesn't have to run and hide from me. This is true. And the puppy's <clears> here. So it's very exciting. Yes. Um, she's so Well, my week started out taking her to the vet because of bad ears. Yeah. Well, let's get started. I'm Ramona Rice. That's Sussy. Yes. Hi. We are the Spapreneurs. Um, and we've we've had a week of where she's literally looking in the dog's ear. Um, we, <laughs> oh, we, stinky. We, we've had a shitty week. Yeah, it's been a yeah, shitty week. but part of it we brought on ourselves. And for all of y'all that have been following this podcast, um, you know, I've been talking about my my beloved um, client who I knew was dying. Well, he died last week. So I am sad, um, but I, I'm not I'm not grief filled. I'm going to miss him. But he lived life to the absolute fullest. And he. he- with his disease and everything was progressing, you knew it was coming. Oh, I knew it was coming, but I got—I got to say, I—I—I'm going to miss him. Um, I got kind of tickled when they posted in the um, Washington Post his obituary, yeah. and I thought that was pretty cool. And then I really regret one thing. You know, when someone passes away, you always ask yourself, um, "What is the one thing that you might have done differently?" Mm-hmm. Well, I knew he was close to different presidents. I didn't realize how close he was to Bill Clinton. I would have loved to have said, dude, what did you tell Bill when he, he misbehaved? Oh, Ooh, I would have loved, because Alan wasn't one to misbehave. No, I mean, he, he was not. a man. He would laugh. He, he, he was body, but he always treated women with respect and, um, there was kindness. no, there was no me too with Alan. No, 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 no. If there was, it was on the woman's end. Um, but God, I, I would have loved to have known his take on that. So. Yeah, because he would describe Hillary Clinton as very kind and she doesn't get portrayed like that in the media at all. Okay. Actually, I'll tell y'all a funny on him is, uh, back when Hillary was running the first time for president, um, and was trying to get the Democratic nomination. Uh, we all went out and voted and I happened to have him that the morning and he came in. I said, so Alan, who'd you vote for? He goes, that is not polite to ask. I said, yeah, I know. Who'd you vote for? <laughs> I said, it's important for me to know because you're in so much of the know yeah. that I value your opinion. It may not mean that I'm going to vote your way, but I value it. He goes, okay, fine. Hillary Clinton. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. but I did not. I voted for Obama and I'm still happy. Oh, well, no, 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 no. Yeah. That was the second time around. Oh, yeah. The fir- I'm not about the first time around. Well, the no, the first time around, it was, yeah, the second time around, oh, I voted for Clinton. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah. anyway. So I, I'm going to switch this up on Mona because we started talking about Alan and she's had another really unexpected grief this week. Yeah. So we're going to talk about how to, you cannot plan for tragedy. No. But you can sure as hell know 
who you need to do what when shit hits the fan. What I was talking about too is so um sun uh this past Sunday a very close friend of mine and so a lot of you know that listen to podcasts I do improv theater and the improv theater is basically our church. So basically the associate pastor of our church at 38 years old died of a heart attack in his sleep. 38. Yeah. Now I will say he did not live a healthy lifestyle, but regardless, it's still devastating. Like he was the nicest guy. He married Evan and I. Yes. He was our day minister. So it's been really rough. And this has been the first, even when Robbie died, I didn't feel this sad. And you know, like it's really, and it's, it's interesting. It's not connected to James at all because I, I was, I was reflecting this morning, had James not died, I never would have met Adam because I never would have met joined. Push. Right. So, so there's all this interconnecting things, but it's really knocked me for a loop. It, it's been very difficult this week. And it, what I've noticed with, with push is that Adam did so many things there that we all didn't realize he did. And now we're all like, Oh God, how do we do this? And that, y'all have a major show this weekend, don't we you? Have, yes. So they do an annual, it's called the six, 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 project six actors six directors and six um writers do six one act plays and it, it's pretty incredible what they do and so they had their first performance last night after the tragedy and evan my husband is the stage manager and he said it went really well like tonight i'm performing three days this weekend i'm performing tonight improv tomorrow improv and then fairy tale we're doing and fairy tale would be difficult because adam was always there for those performances he was kind of our manager guy that would make sure we had like you know things that we needed. So, you know, and so what I wanted to do for this episode was talk about the fact is that you need to have an estate plan, not just personally. That's so important, y'all. I cannot begin to tell yeah, you how no important it is. no matter how young you are. Yeah, get a will immediately, okay? People need to know if something happens to you, how do you want to be buried or do you want to be cremated or what kind of service do you want? What piece of jewelry goes to whom? Yeah. Even if it's low-end, low-cost jewelry, what little special artifact do you want to go to if someone? If you're on life support, do you want life-saving measures used or do you not? That's a big thing because I was very fortunate with James because I I had to make the decision to take him off life support. And the only person who could make that decision was me. And so now I had the support of his family and my mom and everybody there guided me along. But what really helped me make this decision, and it was an instant decision, was I knew what he wanted because we had had the discussion. So how many of you have had a discussion? And a lot of you are single. You're not married. And that's one more thing. Those of you who are like, I don't need to be married legally because I, um, you know, love my partner so much. That's bullshit. Well, and no, that, no. <laughs> oh, okay. And let me say in the state of Virginia, we don't have the common law where you're, if you're together for seven years or more, that you're considered legally married. That's not true in our state. That's not true so, in a lot and, of states, y'all. What people, what what happens is when you have a, a tragedy, or let's say they're in a car accident and they're not able to make the decisions. You think you can make that decision, and you go in and you find out that you cannot make legally the decision. You, so you may it, not even be allowed to go in the room. Yeah. So yeah. You, you have to consider those things and get legal documents, a medical uh, power of attorney done, so that you have right. the authority to do that. So, so you don't want to like. And again, if it's a religious or cultural reason, fine. I don't care. But get some type of legal notification that says you're the emergency <laughs> contact. You're the right to person to make that decision. If y'all don't believe us on this, just go back and look at the gay rights advocates uh, advocacy. That's where a lot of the stem from was their loved ones. 
um, something would happen and they had no legal standing yeah. at all. So, but what happens to your business? I mean, I'll never forget. It was the weirdest thing that when daddy died, my father was an attorney for over 50 years. And I never thought about it because attorneys never retire. I don't know what it is about them. They really them. don't. They don't. And he had like 15 different cases going on at at the time that he died. And he wasn't like he was in a practice with lots of different lawyers. It was just him. He, yeah, it was just him. So what happens is uh, a judge, I believe it is, somebody assigned, I believe it was a judge or it was uh, the governor assigns all the cases to another attorney right. to complete. Yeah. And so it's little things like that. But what happens if it, if you're a sole practitioner and and you're married and suddenly you're incapacitated but you've got outstanding debts and yeah. you've got um all these other you've got clients that have prepaid what you, do you do you have a written lease so and, you know that your state uh, may owe money to this is why this is so important it really is to think about it no one likes to think about death no one likes it um but a really good resource for you um i have not personally read this book but i heard about it on the podcast that i adore by the book it's called the art of dying well and it's all about planning very thoughtfully you know end of life things and i thought when they were describing it, it was a very good reference guide of all the things you need so here are a few number one is legal like you need this is why we say get an attorney this is why as a business owner you have to have an attorney at least that you know you can go to to ask questions yeah yeah i mean you need to know not just um <clears throat> for yourself, but you need to know what's appropriate for your state. Right. And and here's the thing. I've heard people in the spot use something like a legal shield or like legal zoom. No, you want a grown up person who has gone to school, who has studied this, who specializes in estate planning. This is not good for general attorney. And you really want to find one that specializes in people who are business owners, estate planning, because there are different rules and regulations for that. So that's number one, because you need to be able to give somebody, and a lot of times that attorney can act as an advocate or the person that can contact like the landlord or electric bills, things like that. Because I will tell you, after James died, I didn't contact a single person until my dad, until Rick told me I had to, like the only thing he made me do was go to social security because he knew I was the only one that could do it. Yeah. Everything else, he and that did. still took months and months, months and months. And once again, I'll bring up Alan. Yeah. Alan Diamondstein helped us because Social Security basically was uh, they, they, they were so the inadequate. Yeah. Oh, it was so stupid. So we had to get our congressman, uh, no, no, our senator, senator, senator involved, yeah. and um, <clears throat> it was crazy. So we had contact to do that. But you know, it's it's as simple as let's say you're a single practitioner. And you, you know, you're making plans. Why not get with somebody else you respect in the business and say, look, if something happened to me and let's say I'm in a car accident or I fall uh, while snow skiing and I break both of my arms at the same time, which would really suck because then you couldn't wipe your ass. Um, so get with them and say, look, if that happened to me, I would want to refer all my clients over to you. Yeah. And make that as a provision. Sometimes it's as simple as that. A lot of your leases and leasors, um, especially when it comes to debt, debt dies with the person. That's really important to know because yes, right now, like I was telling, um, so 
Adam, that's the man's name who died. His sister is also very active in theater. And I was telling her, number one, here's the biggest tip for y'all. If anybody dies, get a dozen death certificates. Oh, yeah. I told Mona that. And she's like, oh, okay. And like, I was crazy. You learn this the hard way because every entity needs and they an, need an original. original. It's so stupid because they only ordered six. They're like, oh, we didn't have that much. I'm like, uh-uh. No, get you a dozen. order a dozen. So, so they ordered another half dozen. And, and I think we're me. down to one. I don't think we have any more, well, actually. Yeah. So, so um, um, we're the, screwed if we need more. Y- no, 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 no. You just <laughs> I mean, order you can more, get it, like but it's a pain in the ass. But it's a pain in the ass. And so, yes. and, and right in the core of it, you need so many. So you might as well order a bunch. So that's number one. But the other thing I was telling her, um, I thought what my train of thought well, was. Well, I was going to say, we, I'm not typically pro-insurance on any regard. Oh, yeah, debt. I need to tell them. I need to tell them that, and, and this is something, because I was talking to one of my other She's friends. She's been up since 3 a.m., Yeah, because I, I worked out this morning. and it just I crazy. think the child is losing it, but I lost it earlier in the week, so that's okay. Yeah, this is my turn. And really, I'm handing my children, like I did the first time I seriously grieved, I hand, I'm handing my children off to her. Just well, for it was already planned for them to come over, and yeah. they're so much friggin' fun that they bring me joy. So, yes, it's my happy place yeah. now. Okay, so, debt? So, debt, this is really also important. So, um, I was talking to one of my friends at Push, and when she said when her dad died, they settled the debt. I'm like, uh-uh, you should not have settled oh, no, anything. no, never, ever, never, never, the, never, the never, never. The credit card companies are not going to tell you that. No, no, they're not. And when James died, Ramona's husband, I won't go into all the, the long detail of it. He worked for a, a really, a, a company that should have been investigated for fraud. And we didn't realize that at the time. Um, he didn't have any insurance, uh, health insurance. And we did not know that until afterwards. And we are talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Like he could have bankrupt me. Oh, God. It would have bankrupt you. Yeah. Um, and we did I want to pay it because it seemed like the right thing? Yes. But did we have to keep going on living? Yes, we did. But what was really sad was there was a collection person from the hospital that called Ramona like six months afterwards and said, you owe this debt. And Ramona said, no, I don't. And she said, I can't believe you're calling me. My husband has died. And woman said, well, my husband died too. You're going to have to get over it. You owe this. No, legally you do not have to pay anything. Now that's if it's only in their name. If you have a lease like I do and you and your husband have signed it, yes, he is responsible. But look at your lease and say in the event that something happens, we have an out clause um, to get us out of this situation. Not because you didn't run your business well, not because you are just tired and don't want to do it. But you had a bad accident because you are incapacitated. You need to have that into your clause. And there are all kinds of things you can write in the clause and we got to get Dupal on here to talk about leases because I know that that's an important one to you guys. Um, the other thing to, I, I was going to say about insurance is I'm not a proponent of insurance as a whole health insurance. Yes. But, uh, life insurance and all, uh, you know, I, I, that's an individual choice. I will say, Aflac. If you can yeah, get short term disability or short, that's the brand name for short term disability. Because so it, it and you, Aflac is known for it, but there are other short term yeah, disability. You can probably places. get it through your independent broker. Let's say it is important. For, for example, here's one for you: if you get pregnant and you already have it beforehand, it covers your pregnancy. No shit. Yeah. Wow. I know. 
<laughs> I know. So you can take the time off and say so thank take- you, insurance agencies, to yes. the swapreneurs for telling you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So I think especially it's different. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not incapacitated when I'm pregnant. But you also shouldn't have to wear Well, again, don't okay. get me started. There should be fucking paid family it's a whole thing it's a whole thing anyway but i we could do so much more in this country for for yes. for young parents yes. just just yeah okay so um but if it were me that bro- let's say broke my hand or broke my arm i'm still able to she do has. and i have i'm still able to work because my job doesn't require me to play hands or feet on people all of you listening need your hands and feet yes there's no option here there's only so much you can do with elbows Yes, yes, so yes. So forearms. So what I'm saying is, is that if, for example, you're in a car crash, you fall down. I, I fall off my stairs. Her sister was just in a car accident and it was, it was slow moving traffic and everything else, but she got T-boned. Everybody's fine, but you don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. So I have other income, so I never opted to take it. Right. Um, but I have other income, so I don't, uh, but I still have, because because I'm the only parent for these babies, I have two life insurance policies, both for 300000 each. One oh, for each kid. Yay! They'll be rich one day. Well, no. I mean, it, it's only- Well, they inherit after you. Yeah. But you know what, but you know what I mean? Like, yes. it, it, And also, I still have my, my, the home James and I own together. I have that as a rental property. That I'm probably next year going to put into a trust just for them because right. it's really for them. You know, I'm trying to remember who I talked to not too long ago and that something happened to their hand or something was going on. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I was in my brain going, oh, my God, what are they going to do? And they said, well, thank God we've got Aflac. Yeah. You know, and I went, oh, I was a so smart So that's an expensive monthly expense that a lot of you who are really scrimping savior right now going, I just can't afford that. You can't afford not to have it. Yeah, in, well, in your and job. like I said, I, I name Aflac, but there are other venues yeah, that you can go shop around. To. A great thing to do is go to an independent. You may even be able to get it through the um, different um, associations, you know. Yeah. But you need to get it. That, so that's just entitled. consider this, that even if you can't, you truly 100% cannot afford it right now, you put that on your bucket list of soon to be scheduled into my payments. Yeah, as, as soon as possible. And you know what? If you have to give up your daily lattes, give up the, go down, a downgrade of massage cream or something for a little okay, while. Okay, now, yeah. for me, now, for me, if something happened with me, Mona, I, she's already running the business. Let's say it's, uh, Mona and I are traveling together and we both get, happens. yeah, and, and we both happens. get in a car accident and, and all four limbs are broken. Okay. Now we need somebody else to step up to the plate that really knows how to run it. I know that Dupa could step in there and potentially run it. God help us all. Um, he would, do, he would do it to the best of his ability and he's brilliant, but he would have to have a learning curve. So in our case, we would expect Kristen and Shelby to step up and do every ounce of their job and ours as far as decision making, knowing that the decisions that they made at the time were going to back up. Right. We may not have made the same decision, but we're going to back that decision because you see, this is what happened when James died. I, I, I was not going to take care of that business. And we had just started the last renovation. Oh my God. And that's it. We cannot have any more renovations. Someone I know dies. everybody died. Somebody when someone dies. has a renovation. That's it. That's um, it. It's our fault. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry, Adam Payne's family. So I had to 
mentally, and this was not a hard decision at the time, say, my staff will take care of this. And they did. And they they thought like I did. They did their best that they could. They gave me the space and time. And sometimes you're going to need that. If you've never had a parent die, you do not. And and this is even if you don't get along with that parent, you do not understand the emotional impact that goes with that. Um, So you've got to make those contingency plans of in your mind. If this happened and I had to leave like I did with my mother for six months at a time to go take care of her in Florida, I had to trust that my business was going to be run. Did Ramona run it the way I would have run it? No, but she actually improved it in certain areas. But I had that luxury of having family. Do you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so you really have to think about uh, here's, here's, here's what I'm thinking of going. Okay. So Beth Wade, you slip on the ice and bust your ass and, and you, you just, that out there? And, and you just, you just hurt an ankle a little bit. Okay. So now Dan has to step in and take care of it. <laughs> you really want Dan to take care of all your morons? I believe Dan could do it. I, I, I believe in I Dan. I think we'd break them. I think Dan would be fine. <laughs> Dan could pour witchy candles. He could do it. He could do it. And then you've got Ashley who had all of her things come yeah. together. It can happen, folks. We hear it on Spopernord paid over and over again of different things that suddenly come up. One of our paid one of our originals, um, whose child was diagnosed with some type of learning curve disability and it was fairly major. It was very major. And she had to address that. Family comes first. So yeah. what do you do in those kind of situations? And, and but your business she rallied. She did good. Yeah, but, but still. So it's so so important. So again, part of your team have a good attorney. Have a good attorney and sit down with this attorney and make out a plan. You need a roadmap, a specific or roadmap. Or someone for that's this. a business manager that can see you through yeah, this. But you're gonna need a will and testament. You're going to need some power of attorneys in case something happens where people can cut payroll checks and can call like um you know creditors or distributors or suppliers or your landlord if you don't have the relationship like we do with ours you know what i mean you you have to have these things in place and someone you trust (coughs) even if you're especially especially if you're a solopreneur if you are solo by yourself renting someplace because you don't want to get past the situation and come back to an even bigger mess no you don't and that's why i say you need to find someone that you really respect within the industry that's local to you, yeah. not me and Ramona, no. but local to you, and reach out to them and say, look, let, let's make a fair trade here that if something happened to me or something happened to you, that we would come together and we would act, you know, in each other's best interest. And and because you serve the client first. Yeah. And, and if you do that, it will come back to you when you're back in the position to jump back on board. Make sure that your trusted person also, um, as far as running your business, can get access to your bank accounts can get access to your credit cards, can get access to your passwords. So important. So important. For that reason, I would have an attorney. I, yeah, I'm not going to pass why, my stuff no, out to just anybody. But that's what I'm saying. You need you need, a, you need a grown-up that's kind of independent. Or that's where a family member would come, whether right. they work in your business. A trusted friend, yeah. Yeah, someone that doesn't doesn't not, necessarily work in your business, but a family member, a sister, a brother. That have a fin- someone that does not have a financial investment in your business. Because yeah. you also don't want to open yourself up to being stolen from because we've done that no, too. no yeah. no no and like i've got dupa so and then i've got ramona and then i've got rachel and we're all on each other's bank accounts yeah which is kind of interesting it's so fun when i go to the bank 
and I have to, because I don't have to go in that often anymore. But when I do, I have to really be clear about which checking or which account because I I'm know. on my 12. It, it's crazy. It's, and then the kids have theirs. And then again, the Anderson's so excited. So excited. He's getting his own Roth next year. He's just like, Mom, I'm going to be investing. I'm like, yes, you're yes. a man now. And, 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 and he's been looking up all those investments. So we're not trying to be Debbie Downer here no. for you guys, but we're trying to get you all to understand you're grown-ass adults, and you need to start acting like adults. And it's much easier to think about these kind of things that what if this happened when you're young? Because as you get older, like I'm a year away from 60, th- th- these are my realities going, hmm, I'm getting closer to those golden yeah. doors. And you also need to, here's uh, what's really important too. If you, let's say you're listening to this going, oh, cool, I've already done that. Have you updated it lately? Yeah, I got to say, even um, Dupa and I have to continually update ours because as Did you, you have something in there where Rachel would make decisions? Didn't you have it? I think, I, well, that's in our incorporated papers. And yes, because like, I was pissed off at you at the time. And I'm like, that's not, <laughs> I'm thinking about the going, that's not fair to Rachel. <laughs> Rachel would be like, I don't want to make any fucking decisions. No, I, I, you had done something to piss me off. I so. guess so. <laughs> no, I remember you're like, you're too emotional to handle this if we die. So, anyway. Like, okay, whatever. But the bottom line is they own equal share, so they would yeah. equally make decisions. But in our trust, we have set everything up. But even then, every couple of years, I need to update because we've now decided we're eventually going to sell our house and build a little tiny cottage in the back 40 of Ramona and Evan's place. Woo-hoo! It means I get free landscaping. It means I drive her crazy. It, you know what, though? <laughs> I'm excited because I I don't want to deal with my yard. It's not my happy place. And it is my and, happy and place. Sessie, it's a gorgeous yard. Sessie Beth Wade, you got to come play Sessie with me. Sessie is very excited because it's an acre of land she gets to deploy. Oh, my God. Because Sessie knows I won't have an opinion. I mean, this shit's huge. It's huge. It's a waste on me. But we also have the lake house. So that will be it's our waste, primary. It's a waste it on is me. a waste on you. Yeah, it really is. It's a waste on Evan, too, to yeah. be honest. Well, but I I also have the lake house. So we're, we're making decisions. So we need to go through and update our stuff. Yeah. And uh, so every couple of years we do this. Like I have to, I had to update myself when I got married to Evan. Yes. Well, and what Ramona doesn't know is, and we're going to talk about this in the next podcast, I am going to do a new lease because as an idiot i can't believe it's all Kay's fault and and we'll go into that in the next podcast but it's all fucking Kay's fault it's that one persnickety client okay it's Kay's fault No, it's one that persnickety client's fault but i'm gonna resign a new lease but this time around i'm gonna have ramona on the lease jesus christ um because i feel like it's important for her to have the ownership um on the lease and to understand everything um so we're making changes in that direction so anyway, we've given y'all a lot, a lot to think of. In our next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about putting the team together. And guys, for some of you that are newer with us, have not been with us through the whole, all of them, go back to the original first five episodes and at least listen to those please listen to those if you cannot find them on your podcast app because sometimes podcasts will only go up to a certain number you can go to spapreneur.com for slash episodes our entire archive is on the website you can listen to them these are so important they talk about the roadmap without the fucking roadmap you cannot go anywhere yeah i'm sorry do you hear the angst in my voice too many of you to, now it's funny once they join the community they've already started the roadmap because they've listened to us a bunch so yay you girls who have joined the community for those of you who are still kind of la, 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 i'm 
so happy and free. Okay, you can be still happy and free and at least have a fucking map. Frodo at least knew where he was going to Mount Doom. <laughs> all right, y'all? I'm just saying. All those hippies who went to Woodstock at least knew they what road to get there. Okay. <laughs> they may have been high as fuck doing it, but they knew where they were going. So Please. I'm just saying. Okay, so y'all. the first five episodes. Go back and listen to them. Yeah. And, and there really was some funny shit. In there. First two are a little bit dry because we were, really we were behaving ourselves. The only non explicit episodes, probably. <laughs> then, uh, really? Yeah. And Boy, it was just them, really the went the hell out like, of the And the rest of them were like, just fuck it. We're just going to be ourselves. <laughs> We'll I never saw, make it on the I, AMTA's website. No, definitely not. Um, I actually saw Sam put one of the, so Sam is our VA. She does amazing things as Papa Nort. We love her very much. She keeps Ramona very sane. Um, and she's in England, but she actually put on their Warner, um, explicit warning. And I'm like, on one of the podcast descriptions, I'm like, when have we not needed that? <laughs> I saw that too. And I was like, damn, were we really like, that bad? I'm like, what did we say on that one? I haven't listened to it in a while. I'm like, huh. Maybe we were talking about Harvey Weinstein. No. This is a recent one. We haven't talked about him in a while. <laughs> if anyway. you want more information, this is episode 111 of the podcast. So head to spapreneur.com one four slash 111. That's fun. 111. 111. And you can get the show notes for this episode. And also reminding you, we have our great free podcast fans community. You can head to uh, Facebook or um, and join. That's completely free. Talk to the well, podcast. We're not going to help you put your roadmap together. No, on but the free that one. is available. I haven't mentioned Spopreneur community right now. And you still have time before this episode airs. We are starting a new year long mastermind program. So excited about this. I'm relaunching six pillars. Um, every person who's been through my six pillars program has changed their business. It, it's been incredible to watch them and i've had three rounds of it so this time i'm doing a little different it's a 12 month plan you know you ought to you ought to put out the names of your original group and let them facebook to them to ask did it really make a difference in your Again, business you could look at beth wade you could look at eleanor snug you could look at joanna gable um denise i saw denise, denise's yeah, picture oh on god. oh god she looks so beautiful yeah we haven't really heard from is, her in a long she really, time it was, she's been so busy oh. um you know and again we've got liz in wisconsin and then texas beth beth Patton. I love, I, love, all of them. I love them. I love you all, but yeah. they're so special our, our, to our, us. Again, second court, Caroline. And then Mary and, Beth. And, and, and all of them. Yeah. So anyway, and then Erica. So just, you know, again. God, this, Erica was in the second group? Erica wasn't in any six pillars. She's just always been around. Oh, my God. No, because. My we, twin. No, no, no. She wanted to do six pillars originally, but she was doing Amber Duggar's Profit, keep, oh, profit oh, oh, Keeps. Oh, oh. And she asked me, honestly, she goes, she, should I do both? I'm like, no, just no, do Profit she's Keeps. She's such a strong personality. I feel like she's just always been there with yeah. their original no, no. group. She basically is a core. Spapreneur. Anyway, so if you want to be on first name basis with the spapreneurs, because it was so funny yesterday, I was I got to do a coaching call with one of my new spapreneurs, her name's Stephanie, and we were t- she's from Rapunzel Salon Spa, and she's adding hair. God bless her. Oh my God, you're gonna go crazy. God I'm bless so her. sorry. So she's asking she's asking questions, and so she th- when she got the phone, she goes, "Oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to you." I'm like, "Okay, it's not that exciting, but all right." <laughs> I'm like, I'm really normal. And I was in the carpool line picking up the kids. So I'm like, okay, I'm just multitasking mom because that's what you do here. So if you want to be a first name basis spapreneurs, join spapreneur community. So the if you want to be part of that six pillars annual thing, that's a bonus I'm giving to only annual members. So annual membership is $4.99 or you can do a monthly membership of $57. You still get weekly coaching calls with me. You get all the resources of the community. You get the community. That alone by itself. <laughs> 
that brain Hell, hive is amazing. I utilize the community because our next episode We're, is going to spin off of that. Definitely. So head to spapreneurcommunity.com. Ceci, do you have anything else for this episode? I do not think so. Okay. Bye. Bye. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.